Hey folks, uh, just a quick little thing before we get started. Negotiations between the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers has collapsed. As of midnight, May 2nd, 2023, the WGA is on strike. We here at Lost on Lost stand in solidarity with all labor movements. That's right. Creating film and television is a collaborative art, of course, but it all starts with a script. Good, bad, doesn't matter. Clearly. <laughs> Uh, we're in a new era of entertainment, shorter seasons of television, movies having the option of being released to streaming instead of theaters, and the value of our entertainment being determined by Wall Street earnings instead of what we, the audience, actually want to see. We're also in an era of unchecked corporate greed and wealth inequality. The WGA's demands are not only reasonable, but they're a necessary bulwark against further labor exploitation, not only in entertainment, but in other industries. The bosses are always going to try and squeeze, but labor has the power as long as we stand in solidarity against those who would exploit us. Corporate greed led to the strike back in 2007, and Lost Four Season was shortened by that strike. So right now, your favorite shows and the people that work on them are already being affected by this one. That's right. During the 100 days of the 2007-2008 writer's strike, the AMPTP cost the economy of Los Angeles an estimated 38,000 jobs, and it cost us Lost fans two episodes, which would have given us a more in-depth look into the lives of Miles and Daniel and Charlotte. Wait, who? <laughs> the WGA isn't asking for the world. They just want fair compensation for the work they do and the product that they create. These companies would rather see people out of work for potentially months on end rather than part with just a couple of percent of their corporate profits. In the show notes, we're going to link a community fund where you can support the film and television professionals who are being affected by the AMPTP's douchebaggery and general unwillingness to negotiate with the writers. Go to entertainmentcommunity.org and click donate. Once there, you can use the drop down and direct your gifts specifically to film and television to support our writers and below the line labor who are standing in solidarity with the WGA. We here on Lost on Lost don't fucking cross picket lines. We stand with the WGA. Workers of the world unite. Solidarity forever. If we don't live together, we're going to die alone. Wait, what? Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're, We're lost, lost on Lost. Welcome, everybody, to Lost on Lost. Hey, I'm J.P. Russell, and I'm joined, as always, by a man who never in kisses and tells mom, Adam Busher. Okay, yeah, I'm Adam. I have some questions. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the comma in that sentence? Yeah, for one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adam, do you remember James Haven? Uh, no. Okay, uh, he's an actor. He hasn't done much recently. His last starring role was in 2004 in a movie called Breaking Dawn. His acting career kind of took sort of a, a dive uh, after the early 2000s when he um, made out with his sister, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Say what you will about the pedophiles and sexual abusers in Hollywood, but at least they don't support incest. Uh, Today we're talking about Hearts and Minds, the 13th episode of season one and the 13th episode of Lost Overall. Our eccentric characters, everyone's favorite COO of a wedding clothing subsidiary, Boone Carlisle. Hearts and Minds takes place on the 24th day after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. Adam, do you have a recap? Yes, I do. Do it. El viaje misteriosos de nuestro boon. <laughs> On the island, the fastest way to a survivor's heart is through their stomach. Sun Quan has started a garden to supplement the local food supply, while Jin Su Quan teaches Hugo Hurley Reyes how to catch a fish. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Elsewhere, John Locke and Boone Carlisle irresponsibly deal with a dangerous mixture, being white and having too much free time. <laughs> and in the before times, Shannon Rutherford summons Boone to Sydney, seemingly in need of rescue. Hey, Boone, if you're going to be a knight in shining armor, learn how to take a punch. <laughs> and oh yeah, Sawyer's there too. <laughs> Whether you consider this podcast pacification, propaganda, or countering the insurgency, we're just glad you're here. It's hearts and minds here on Lost on Lost. Wow. <laughs> JP. Yeah. We've got a guest. Do we? We certainly do. Welcome back to the show from um, Outlaws, Jake Mandel. Hello. Thanks for having me back. 
Of course. Thanks for coming back. I'm really starting to think you guys have something out for <laughs> First, we did Sawyer and Kate. Yeah. And now we're doing Boone and Shannon. Yeah. And the yeah. only reason I think that you guys might still like me is you didn't have me do the Nikki and Paul episode. <laughs> <laughs> there is a secret reason why we had you on for this one, Jake, but I'm going to I'm gonna save that story till the end. <laughs> Oh, okay. Now I'm intrigued. That's very interesting. Uh, it's been a minute. Uh, Outlaws was a while back. Uh, what have you been watching or uh, reading or uh, consuming in the uh, in the interim there, Jake? We are currently watching Yellow Jackets, which is very Lost-like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. which mm-hmm. is pretty sweet. It's kind of a darker version of Lost, I would say. Sure. Yeah. Barry just came back, so that's on yeah. tap next, I think. Nice. Barry does roll. It's so good. It's definitely one of the best things on television. Being somebody that was in college for theater, the acting stuff just gets me. Oh. Like all the acting <laughs> workshops and stuff they do. Oh, oh it's god. so good. It's so good. Oh my god. It's yeah. a little surprising to me though that they continue to make the show after they made the episode with the supermarket from season two is oh dude because that was like the height of television and all tv should just they should have just quit then (laughs) right it's It's incredible oh my god as a person that loves martial arts choreography and (laughs) stuff like that it's so good so good yeah this is a barry podcast now yeah oh yeah yeah. you guys yeah we're just talking about barry now no like we should talk about this not as good tv show yeah (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to talk about lost yeah let's do it oh yeah let's do it. Hearts and Minds originally aired on January 12th, 2005. It was written by Carlton Cuse and Javier Griot Markswatch, and it was directed by Rod Holcomb. Holcomb? Holcomb. Carlton Cuse wears glasses like a fucking nerd. Uh, Javier Griot Markswatch was the supervising producer on Jake 2.0, something, something. This is Jake Mandel's (laughs) 2.0 LOL episode. Um, And Rod Holcomb directed three episodes of Quincy Emmy, two episodes of The Equalizer, and one episode of Big Seamus, Little Seamus. I drink. Yeah, yeah, we got a drink for the eye. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is one of those uh, those quick establishing shots was like, hey, check out this person. And then yep. two seconds later, look over here also. <laughs> so unnecessary. Psych. Boone's just staring at Shannon like a fucking <sighs> creep. There's a lot of staring in this episode. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like this episode, the script was too short and they were trying to put stuff into <laughs> it. And uh, never mind. We can talk about that later. <laughs> it's almost like the most interesting part of this episode is the B plot. Yeah. <laughs> Hurley, Hurley interrupts Boone's staring to <laughs> s- sort of. That's what it said in the script. <laughs> to interrogate, to very gently interrogate him about the uh, the reality of the the hunting expeditions that Boone has been going on with Locke. Yeah, Boone and Locke have been going out in the jungle hunting boar. That's part of the food supply, you know. But it hasn't been very successful lately. And Hurley's kind of like, uh, "What scoop? Folks need food. This is not a game. People are counting on you. Take it seriously. Quit horsing around. <laughs> if that is indeed what you are doing out there, I like that everybody's so suspicious right off the bat because they're like, "This guy's the dude that's out there hunting." I. I don't know. This doesn't seem on the level. <laughs> this doesn't. This doesn't fucking track here. <laughs> Especially when you consider like some of the like we just found this man drowning one day. Like Jack was just swimming and found this guy under the water. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. We cut to a flashback pretty quick here. Boone's playing some tennis with some blonde lady. Of course he plays tennis. Of course. You guys ever? Either one of you ever tried to play tennis? Oh yeah. Yeah. In high school, I think in gym we did it like once, but that was about it. It's a fucking workout. It, yeah. Like if you want to yeah. exercise. Yeah, go ahead and play some tennis. But if you want to do that shit for fun, man, there's other fun shit. Like I currently continue to clown on pickleball, but like <laughs> that that shit's got to be more fun than tennis. <laughs> yeah, he's ta- you know playing tennis with this cupcake. She's literally just like there to be like, hey, Boone pulls. Like that's I yeah, think the only Boone point. Fucks. I think that's literally the only point of her being there. Just like I th- is my phone. like yeah. she doesn't even go like, hey, I think your phone's ringing. He's like. Hey, my phone's <laughs> ringing. And then he just like, <laughs> like, does she have any lines? No, like, I don't think so. I think so. he just talks at her. Yeah, we, we don't get a name. Uh, Boone picks up the phone and Shannon is on the other end in some sort of distress. Yeah. Uh, she's yelled something about, you know, get away from me. I'm in trouble. And uh, he's like, where are you? What's going on? She's like, I'm in, I'm in Sydney. You got to come help me. Australia. Australia. <laughs> And that's, that's it. the end of that scene. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's nothing to say, really. Yep. <laughs> cut, cut back to the beach. Boone. 
Boone threatens Saeed. Yeah, that's going to go real well for you, buddy. Even Saeed is like, this is a joke, right? Are you seriously doing this? Yeah. yeah. In, in Boone's limited time on the island, he has had some pretty horrible ideas. Threatening Saeed's got to be like the worst one. Saeed going to break that boy in half like a Kit Kat. Like, <laughs> what did you, didn't you say one time, JP? Don't make me fold your clothes with you in them. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> Especially since we learn later that he just got his ass kicked, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like three weeks ago. Just oh. calm it down, bro. There's got to be a better way to approach this situation. Like, if you want to warn him about your sister and her like dating history, or whatever, there's better ways to go about doing that. Well, and he doesn't. He doesn't offer up. You know, it's just like stay away from right. Shannon. We don't get a reason. Not because I'm her brother. I'm her something else. It's just stay away from Shannon. Right. He's not like she uses men to get what she wants and doesn't actually care about them or right. anything. Or- yeah. It's not like. My sister's a textbook narcissist. Like she is, literally uses people, like, and doesn't have any regard for their feelings or humanity. But uh, yeah, Saeed brushes it off pretty ably. He's he's not really concerned. He's like, okay, well, what happens if I if I don't fucking stay away from Shannon? <laughs> and just before Boone's able to say something really stupid, uh, JL's like, hey, I found some tracks. Come on, Boone. <laughs> and he just leaves with no, no, like, cool, I'll see you in the funny pages line or anything. He just yeah. kind of, like, walks off. Yeah. <laughs> if I was Saeed, I would have just kept needling him as he was walking away. Because I'm definitely not going to stay far away from her. In fact, I'm looking to get even closer than I than you have already observed us being. As close <laughs> as two human consenting adults can get, honestly. Like, imagine that in your mind's eye and then replace the two formless shapes with your sister and myself. That's how close we're going to get. Have fun with John Locke, you giant dork. Hey, you guys go over there and have fun hunting boar. Me and my ruthless hog are going to go by your sister. (laughs) Anywho, uh, Locke and Boone walk through the jungle. And it's, again, the repeated vibe of, like, Locke's got a plan, and he needs somebody with a strong back. Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, Because, yeah, they, like, head out to the hatch. This is what they're actually doing. The pretense of boar hunting is all, like, you know, pretty much everybody's figured it out at this point. Just nobody's saying it. They're not hunting anymore. They discovered a hatch a couple days ago. It's under the dirt. (sighs) They're trying to figure out what to do. Adam, I I need to bring up something, because the way you phrase that, that will now come up for the rest of the episode. Sure. Boone says at one of these points where he's talking to Locke, I don't know if it's right now. Boone says to Locke, we've been coming out here for two days. Mm -hmm. Two days of them not catching boar has raised (laughs) so much suspicion (laughs) that it is all anyone is fucking talking about. (laughs) Two days. Look, I don't know if you've ever been hunting, but like you catch something every day and that's what you oh, eat yeah. for dinner. Like if you go out to deer camp, you know, you spend a <laughs> week out there, you know, every night. Uh, uh, pow, Especially pow, when I'm pow. hunting via knife, <laughs> I always come back with something. Um, Locke says something interesting here during this little conversation. He says, we can't make an enemy of Saeed. He's competent and we're going to want him on our side. Yeah. yeah. That's really interesting, especially in the early days of season one, because mm-hmm. the survivors haven't really factioned themselves in any meaningful way at this point in the show. Right. Um, we do. Oh, we, of course, see, have seen it here on the show, like here on Lost on Lost, you know, how Locke and Jack find themselves diametrically opposed in their own beliefs about what the island is and how to deal with whatever. And then even from there, we see, you know, factioning off uh, between Jack and Kate and Jack and Sawyer and Sawyer sure. and Kate and Saeed and Locke. But like, yeah, they've only been here for a couple of weeks. Things are still pretty cohesive for the most yeah. part. But he, Balak is thinking like, I don't know, 40 chess or whatever. Yeah, he sees. He sees that however this is going to play out, there are going to be sides. There might not be sides yet, but there will be. Well, he believes something about the island that the others really have not come to yet. Yeah, like he already he's already formulating his 
thoughts and beliefs yeah. about the island. Nobody else, everybody else is still very much focused on rescue. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it is strange because we've seen some mystical stuff, right? We've seen the monster, Locke can walk, Jack's seen his fucking dad, like, <laughs> and all we found was a hatch in the ground, and John Locke is also treating this like this is magical. Right, and he continues to do that, like, to an obsessive degree. Yeah. I was yeah. always kind of like, but couldn't it just be like a hatch, like, right. that you found something it's yeah. not that improbable that there's some sort of other stuff on this island, you know? Right. He always ascribed some sort of mysticism to, honestly, one of the most mundane things they found on the island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's yeah, we now know that it's scientific, but it's not right. magical. I mean, it's a big it's a big electromagnetic experiment. That's what we all, yeah. we all know that now. But it doesn't have a way to get in, Adam. So. That's true. That is true. It doesn't have a latch or like and a so door we just gotta knob. stare at it until oh, we boy. figure out yeah. what to yeah. do. So that I mean that's kind of what they do. They contemplate the hatch and then we have the lost card. <laughs> I'm picturing the pondering my orb meme. That's that's <laughs> contemplating my hatch. Exactly. When we come back from the lost card, uh, we are in the jungle. Hurley and Jack are walking through the jungle. <laughs> Hurley's Hurley, uh and he's probably not alone. Um, is experiencing some gastrointestinal distress, <laughs> having subsided on nothing but fruit for the past three weeks. They'll run number on anybody. Yeah, Jack's like, well, what have you been eating? And then he just lifts off every, every type of fruit that could possibly be found in this climate. And Jack's like, have you tried some protein? He's like, nah, man, there's no boar left and all I got are gins, sea urchins, and he hates me because I didn't eat the sea urchin <laughs> and he won't give me any fish. So I'm just eating fruit. I, I love this. The, the, Hurley's like projection upon Jin of what yeah. their relationship is. It's yeah. like, I didn't eat the fish. I didn't eat the urchin the time he offered it to me. And he hates me now. Yeah. <laughs> but then it kind of turns out to be true, I guess. Sort of. Later, yeah, kind of. A little bit, it seems like. Um, but it, it's also weird. Like, does Jin just go around to everybody's camp at night and like pass a fish out to each person? Right. <laughs> like, and then don't like, they right. just bring and them then, to the kitchen and cook them? Right. And then he goes home and he, he's got like a list. He's like, okay, Scott didn't take it. Fuck him. Steve did take it. He's cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's funny. Uh, Hurley's got a bail. He's <laughs> not feeling but you well. You gotta go. You gotta go, man. Yep. Uh, Jack continues to wander aimlessly through the jungle. I'm assuming just getting his 10,000 steps in. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of fucking walking around in this one. Like, I know. Like, on it. Like, it's... They, yeah, like... What the fuck else have they got to do, you know? Like This is the second episode that uh, you guys have had me watch, and both of them, Jack does nothing except just wander around in the woods and then have a couple conversations <laughs> that are totally fucking useless. Count your blessings, Jake, because there's times where he is going around doing things, and it's way worse. not great television. <laughs> Remember when we uh, watched him assault a woman be- and force her to give him a tattoo? Yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> Well, he still he still looks terrible. So there's yeah. that. <laughs> at least he looked like a big piece of shit while he was while that was happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of looking kind of creepy, um, he just kind of eyeballs Kate from a distance. Ah, uh, staring number two. Yeah, yep. what the yep. fuck, dude? She's like, I see you there. And he's like, Well, I'm not being. I mean, I am being a creep. But... Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Why? And he's like, What's going on? <laughs> she's got some seeds. He's like, Oh, they talk about seeds, and then she's like, Come over here. Like, son's planting a garden. That's what I'm up to today. Today's yeah. seed day, and. We don't have to be in the rest of this episode, but we should probably be in the rest of this episode. Whatever. Sun's got a garden. She's growing some stuff. Good idea. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. They eat a shitload of fruit. They probably got seeds all over the place. Plant some shit. They're planting yeah. herbs too. They're pl- like, you know, later on we see Sun's planting all kinds of stuff. And yeah, get to it because shit takes time to grow. She's like, yeah. we started an orchard. Yeah. Enjoy eating the gua- the fucking mangoes from that <laughs> orchard 10 years yeah. from right. now. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Proving again, Sun and Jin are the only fucking helpful, competent members yeah. of this cast. <laughs> That's right. Right. And they-, and they have big hearts too because you know what's that saying it's like uh, a man doesn't plant a tree for himself he plants it for his children and all that so like when they're raising a family on the island because they never get rescued the children (laughs) (laughs) the others will love all the cultivation they're doing once they kill them (laughs) ethan's also just watching in the woods oh that's gonna be tasty I could I could actually use a little bit more papaya. Maybe <laughs> could you do that? Could you put, yeah. You're going a little heavy on the guava. 
We could use some more papaya. <laughs> What's that heavy breathing? Nothing. Is that the whispers? No, that's just fucking Ethan. He's behind this is Ethan bag. mouth breathing over there. <laughs> that's all the whispers have been. He's just quote unquote <laughs> observing us. They have some line here about, you know, this this is a good idea because the boar seems to be running out. Kate's like, is it running out? Or, you know, well, if it is, maybe Locke's just keeping it for himself. Yeah. Why would he want to feed everyone? Right. Yeah. Um, why, uh, put in all the his own effort. Why, you know, it's costing him all this time and energy to just help us all out. So it, yeah, she frames that really interestingly. How come? Uh, how come you guys aren't bringing back any boar? I think they're migrating. No, you fucking murdered them all. You killed every yeah. single boar. There's no boar left. <laughs> yeah, people have gotten so picky about it. They're like only eating the ribs because they're like, mm, this is tasty. And they're just like like throwing out the rest. Well, if they're anything like the boar in the Sawyer episode I watched, um, they just walk right up to you and try to take your shit. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's probably pretty easy to kill them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, her, her bigger concern is that Locke is becoming more selfish and less group-oriented. Like, that's what I think her the subtext there is. Yeah. It's that meme of Bart. He's becoming isolated and weird. <laughs> There's something about flying a kite at night that's so unwholesome. <laughs> Hello, mother. Oh. <laughs> Cut to the fucking hatch. Maybe some of the worst ADR that we've uh, encountered yet. Fucking Boone's like, man, that glass sure won't break. Oh, yeah. I know it's really too. bad. The only thing I wrote down here for this scene was Locke compares himself to Michelangelo. Yes, yeah. exactly. He compares the carving of David to looking at a hatch. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. He, comp- he compares opening a door that has no handle to carving a Renaissance work of art out of a colossal cube of marble. Like, Sometimes I think that the writers were really excited that they named him John Locke, and then they were <laughs> yeah. like, "We gotta, we gotta come up with some philosophical kind of shit and some like allusions to smart stuff for mm-hmm. him to right. say." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. none of it makes any fucking sense. John Locke, when he says shit like this, is like the perfect example of a dude who doesn't know a ton trying to sound smart, <laughs> which is right. what Locke exactly. is. Like Locke is just like yep. Locke's an every every man desperate trying not to be an everyman. Locke says something smart like that to Boone, and Boone's like, this is the this guy's a genius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boone's a colossal moron. The fake Italian that he's speaking, like he's not saying like blah 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 blah, which means yada yada. He's just like uh you know, and I'm just like He says a guy's name. He says Ludovico. That's an Italian dude's name. Like, sure. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. The prince in the story? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I think it's the prince. Does he drive Formula One? There actually aren't any Italian drivers right now in Formula One. <laughs> Cut to a flashback. <laughs> Boone arrives in Sydney. Uh, heads yeah. over to a house where Shannon's supposed to be staying, and a dude comes up to the door and he's like, Oi, who are you? Uh, <laughs> what are you doing on my porch? That's not a bruise. This is a bruise. Uh, Get out of my sandwich. <laughs> now. Uh, Boone's like, I'm Shannon's brother. Let me in. Comes in and Shannon's like, hey, it's all good. Everything's fine. This is my boyfriend, <laughs> Brian. Fun. He's real nice and misunderstood. And I'm sorry you guys got off on the wrong foot. Come back later, Boone. I'm sure it'll be fine. And then she like lifts up her. Yeah, we got to go see our friends. Uh, and then she lifts up her hair to like show Boone that she's got yeah like a, a knot or a bruise yeah. on her forehead. It's like that. Hey, I am in trouble. Wink, wink, nudge, right. nudge. But like, yeah. I'm covered. Like, yeah. So he's like, oh. Yes, I'm going to leave now. Yes. Enjoy your friends. Yes, yes. Your human friends. Cut to the beach. Hurley asks Jin to show him how to fish. He's got a spear. <laughs> He's like, I know you don't like me. I know we got off on the wrong foot. The urgent thing. Just show me how. Show me where you're fishing and, and I'll do it all. Just show me. Just, I need a little bit of help. That's all. Put me in, coach. Yep. And Jin's like. I don't. I don't hate you. I, yeah, I can tell you want to fish. You have a spear. I'm this yeah. where why fish at the ocean. Um. Yeah, the the ocean. That's where the fish are. <laughs> From there, we cut the uh, cut back into the jungle. Lock and Boone. They're having a conversation. They're debating, telling folks about the hatch. And this, this, like you said, Jake Lock holds this thing as like in spiritual regard, where it would totally make sense to be like, hey, we found this fucking thing. 
hey, we get teams of people helping to excavate. We could get other ideas on how to get in this locks. Like, no, this has to be a fucking secret. There's 44 fucking people there. Imagine how much progress you could make on digging out this thing if you had eight teams of five working on it every day. Yeah, exactly. Everybody works one day a week. But he thinks that he's going to have to, like, fight for it. And right. he thinks he's going to have to fight the other people for it. It's only one way to find out. Fucking tell some people about it. Right, exactly. Boone's like, well, I got to tell Shannon. Why the fuck do you have to tell Shannon? She's special. She's smart and she's special in ways that you don't yeah. even understand. But. She's so smart that she ripped me off four times. And I, <laughs> I'm really, really, I'm a smart guy. So she must be even smarter. She took that limitless pill. She gave me one, but it turned out to be a Tic Tac. And Locke's like, that's totally fair. And knocks him out with the handle of his knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Shannon really smart, or are you just prone to head injuries, Dorothy? <laughs> I, like, he could have just hit him, but he pulled the knife out and hit him with the hilt of the knife, which is awesome. But, like, my observation of the media and all this stuff is completely damaged by everything I've seen throughout my whole life. Anytime somebody gets hit in the head with an object, as opposed to a hand, like a fist or something like that, in my head, I see birds around their head. So, like, yeah. <laughs> Locke hits him with the knife, and I immediately see, like... <laughs> Tweeting birds rotating Just, up, yeah. said. Like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Exactly. exactly. Locks is something about like, have you considered the ramifications? And I'm just like, what the fuck? But again, they're like, well, people are getting suspicious. My brothers in Christ, it has been two days <laughs> since you came back empty-handed from hand-hunting boar. <laughs> Tell people to calm down and go forage some shit. They'll deal without a fucking pork slider for a couple of days. Apparently they are though because every single person that's all they're talking about back at the beach you know you know what gets rid of suspicion not acting suspicious yeah yeah because exactly. every time people ask them what they're up to they're just like oh just regular fucking survivor island shit we're hunting like why what's with the 20 questions and they're like i was literally just making conversation i didn't even expect to be here for this part of it and they don't really need to be there either they can contemplate or imagine themselves getting in there right sitting on the beach that's the wonderful thing about contemplating things is you can do it anywhere exactly <laughs> what's that thing it's like did you know that you can just spin a cow in your head for free they can't charge you for that <laughs> yeah nobody can stop you nobody can stop you yeah there's a commercial and then we're continuous boone is <laughs> boone's been hogtied just the most humiliating way to be tied up yeah his like hands are all like Meh. his one arm is in front of him and his yeah. other one is behind him yeah i don't know what kind of like bdsm shit john locks into but adam you said hogtied um <laughs> 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 earlier lock was working on some something in a makeshift mortar and pestle and he's still yeah. working on it now he's got his goo going mixing up a little bit of john Locke's island pudding <laughs> yeah that's uh that's a legit entry on lostpedia go look it up yeah he's making up this thing he's like hey boone you should be careful with that head injury if i don't treat it it'll get infected slime 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 <laughs> <laughs> my guy i didn't have a head injury before yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I didn't have a head injury. Yeah, you're you're talking crazy. How would you know what you had or didn't have? You have a head injury. <laughs> He's like, you got to get over some shit. It's like, what? So I'm gonna leave you here. He's like, you can't leave me here. He's like, I'm gonna leave you here. Camps four miles away to the <laughs> west. Which which way is west? And then he fucking throws the knife at him. Yeah, right by his <laughs> right, junk. Yep, right in the ground in front of him. And he's like, you'll be able to cut yourself loose once you're properly motivated. I'm tied up. You could have just set the knife down by me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I had the same thought because it's a funny thing is whenever somebody throws a knife in a movie, they're like an expert knife thrower. It always goes tip right where they want. It. exactly it just made me laugh imagining hitting it hitting the base not rotating right and just like careening <laughs> off into the jungle burying itself into his thigh yeah, yeah. exactly or right into him yeah but no he's he's an expert knife thrower yeah jake you're pretty good with knives i mean you've you've, you've spent a few hours training with knives yeah uh, that's just how you and your other knife wielding compatriots exchange knives, oh, yeah. right? You just throw them at one another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I remember training knife throwing with you, Jake, in the backyard oh, uh, yeah. out on Oriole Court. And it's like, okay, we're going to train knife throwing. And there's a board, you know, eight feet away. Yep. And then the next 10 minutes, just the sound of knives clang, clattering clang, against clang, that thing. Clang, 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 clang. Like, <laughs> And then you get the one like that actually sticks and you're like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm motherfucking John Rambo up in this bitch. <laughs> Let's drink seven new Glarises and start a fire to celebrate. <laughs> Sounds um, about right. This is actually my favorite part of the episode because John Locke just throws the knife, it lands, and there's that moment where the show lets you like realize what happens, and Kai just goes, unnecessary. <laughs> Locke fucks off into the jungle, leaving uh, leaving Boone there screaming, and then uh, we cut to a flashback. Boone is attempting to report Brian to the uh, police. This uh, cop, not great. Not, not great not at great. his job. Not great. No. Usually when I say, you know, if you have a problem and you call the cops, congratulations, now you have two problems. That's, <laughs> that's usually more of a comment about the state of modern policing. But in this instance, it's like, no, this guy is just really bad at being. Cop. This cop's just like, nah, well, unless she calls it in, we can't do nothing. So uh, get fucked, Mike. Well, he's so incredulous. I, it's just that crazy. too. Yeah. yeah, like Boone does such a piss poor job of making it seem like she may be in danger. Yeah, that's true. You know what? I'm coming around to the cop side. Fuck Boone. <laughs> get out of my office. They use this scene as an opportunity to spell it out for folks who might not know what step siblings are. And they're like, oh, your last names <laughs> yes, are different. Yes, yeah, we got yes, different parents. Yes, no yes. blood <laughs> relation. They're also trying to make you feel okay about something that happens later. <laughs> right, right. No, they're setting it up, and I didn't notice that in, in real time until you mentioned that. That's so funny. No blood relation. And Sawyer's there. And Sawyer's there. Uh, oh, Sawyer's there. <laughs> I think that's the only appearance in the episode. I this think. is Yeah, this is Sawyer's yeah. only appearance in the episode. And this is Lost's first flashback character connection. Oh, this really? is the first time in any of the flashbacks that another character from like another part of you know whatever that crosses ah. over and so yeah so you know this is just the the night or two before they return to los angeles so yeah mm, sawyer's in the fucking clink just, for you know punching that dude at the bar and and this is before the episode that we watched so you yes. don't know yeah. why he's there yeah, yeah that's right. cool yeah, yeah. i like that good job lost the big takeaway from boone coming into the police <laughs> and tell and trying to report a crime is that um him and Shannon are not they're not blood related that's the that's the big takeaway <laughs> the most important thing you need to know cut to the pier <laughs> so yeah so Boone's like well you know the cops aren't gonna be able to help me you know what will help me though Money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this asshole owns a boat. Hey, man, I need you to break up with her. Just bail. You know, don't take it personally. You're the third guy I've had to pay off. How's $25,000 sound? Hey, man, I'm in love with her. So make it $50,000. <laughs> yeah. Boats are expensive, to be fair. <laughs> Boat maintenance does take a lot of cash. You gotta be, yep, you gotta be, absolutely. you gotta have something going on to be able to. Gotta do be scamming. Yeah, you got, twenty-five thousand dollars. You can't put a price on love. Fifty. You goddamn sold. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, fine, a check. Pay to Brian fifty thousand dollars. Memo. So he breaks up with my sister. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love bribe. Now Lordy. we just Venmo. You know, right? So, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, what, yeah. What's your cash app? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does he put in the memo for cash app? It's an emoji. Yeah, yeah. It's, right. it's just like a girl face, a broken heart, and then a boat. <laughs> and a boat. <laughs> Cut back to the garden. Yeah, Kate and son are sitting there, and Kate is just Ooh, talking yeah. at her about fucking nothing. Yeah. She's lying to her about how she got on the plane. I have a question. Do you think Kate suspects she speaks English or understands English? No, she's just annoying. Okay. What's the point of lying to her about how she right. got on the plane? Like, if she, if Kate doesn't think that Sun speaks English, why is she just telling the truth? Because there might be Ethan or Jack listening <laughs> in the woods. Who knows? <laughs> That's Here's true. Ethan. That's a good point. <sighs> uh, I, I was going to Bali. Yeah, that's right. Sun gives it away, and it's pretty subtly like yeah. Kate is on top of that. It was weird to me because Kate says something that isn't necessarily that funny, but Sun smiles. At yeah, her. <laughs> it's just it, she wasn't laughing at her. It was one of those awkward like, oh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Sun's on her sixth. That's crazy. The conversation. She's still not stopping. <laughs> stopping. Sun's. She's like, don't tell anybody. Ah, you figured it out. You genius. It's just like, oh, you can speak English. Yep. Okay. Next scene. Gin catching fish. <laughs> early and Gin are trying. Gin is fishing, oh and Har- Early is trying to fish. I know the scene is comedic or whatever, and like Hurley's supposed to be the one that's bad at it, but they are both literally like standing three feet into the water, 
doing the exact same thing. Jin has a better net or whatever. Yeah. I don't think fish are just like fucking congregating like <laughs> in six <laughs> inches of water that you can just grab like enough to feed 40 people Good. by walking three feet in there with like a little net. I don't know what is happening. Well, that's why Jin's the fisherman and you're the boar hunter, Jay. Yeah. I, well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, he's, I don't know. I've watched, I watched a season of Alone during the pandemic and those motherfuckers are trained and they can't catch fish for shit. Right. Uh, Hurley steps on an urchin. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Ah, oh, my foot. Oh, it's going to fall off. You don't pee on me. Yeah, you got to pee on it. Pee on me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've tried that one to strangers on the beach, too. Yeah. It's like, what's that joke? What's the difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? I've never paid a, a, a girl the garbanzo bean on my foot or something. I can't remember how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming, Jake. We're going to call it quits. I think Just for call this podcast. <laughs> I'm really glad I never hit record. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to the jungle. Saeed's working with some maps, making a little makeshift uh, compass oh, with, yeah. a, with a big magnet and a needle. Tupperware yeah. for water. Yeah, again, it's just a check-in scene. It gives yep. us a little bit of island spookiness yeah, about hey, the compass. Yeah, don't forget, I ran into Rousseau a few weeks ago, and I swiped some maps from her. <laughs> like, Me and uh, Rousseau were hanging out. Yeah, just some girl talk. <laughs> also, compasses don't work here, which is kind of ties in back with the Boone and Locke stuff. Locke wanders in. They have a discussion. What's a wee below? I don't need my compass anymore because I am the island. Here you go. Said sets the compass down next to the magnet he was using to make his 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 compass so obviously locked compass wouldn't work right so is this lock trying to like drop hints about the island to Said and try to get him on his yeah. side yeah and I, yeah this is lock sort of building himself up as some sort of like local expert and create a little bit of a connection there he offers up that line I wasn't a popular kid and it's like okay yeah no shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> It's like you're not a po- you're not a popular adult. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Don't throw fucking knives at people. Just hand them. Just yeah, hand you them. Notice to how you're sitting on the beach all by yourself. Stop contemplating so hard. You're being <laughs> awkward. Wish you weren't so fucking weird, bud. Come back to the jungle. <laughs> Boone still tied up. He hears Shannon shouting somewhere off in the distance, and he starts to freak out. Then he also hears the smoke monster. Oh, oh fuck! The show was already expensive enough to produce, so they could only do so much with VFX. Sure. The sound of the smoke monster is fucking great. Yeah. Yes. Like, because yeah, no you doubt. hear that, I'm like, oh, fuck. That sends some shivers up my spine. Yeah. So just the sound of it, we don't need to show it. Yep. Just, it's bad news. I was kind of like, huh, they're not going to do a single shot of it, huh, this whole time. <laughs> but okay. You're like, we yeah. know what it looks like, so I guess yeah, it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. all reactions off of the yeah. people that are kind of looking at it. Right, right, right. It has a singular sound, and that sound is terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, like, he freaks out. He's like, okay, we're going to get eaten by the smoke monster. I am now properly motivated. He goes for the <laughs> knife and he gets it. <laughs> he bends his widow arm a little bit. So, he's got to put himself through a little bit of pain to get the knife, but then he cuts himself free, finds Janice. Janice tied up also, cuts her loose. They're running. I don't know if this is this is the type of information that should have been spread around by other victims or potential victims of the smoke monster, but you can hide from the smoke monster inside uh, the banyan tree for whatever reason. The smoke is, even though it's made out of smoke, it's incorporeal. Can't get into a banyan tree. <laughs> okay. Kai and I stopped this episode for 10 minutes and tried to discuss this. Why can't the smoke monster go into trees? Why not? Excellent, excellent counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I thought that was kind of dumb. Um, I guess it gets it's fine once you figure out the reveal later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They hide, and uh, yeah, the smoke monster can't get into the thing. Cut. Cut to commercial. Uh, a different part of the jungle. Jack and Saeed are talking about potential magnetic navigation anomalies. Oh, boy. Hey, man. Do you know where north is? Uh, well, there's west, so that's north. Yeah, you'd think that. But it's actually just slightly to the <laughs> right of where you were 20 pointing. 20 degrees from where you pointed. Yeah, it really wasn't that dramatic. <laughs> like, I was expecting the point in the literal opposite direction, but he was like, 
Okay, so mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about land navigation for a second. Is that all right? <laughs> so there's uh, there's true north, grid north, and magnetic north. So two very boring minutes later. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So there's five major terrain features. Three hundred and forty-six minutes later. And that's what I'm saying. It's not that hard to triangulate. Like you're on an island and you have compasses, and it's not that big of a search area. Interesting. So is that what you? yelled at Kai for 10 minutes or that was about the smoke monster no it was about the smoke monster Oh, okay, um, cool. I, I pulled out my sick vape and I was like see I can just go through all these pencils clouds cut to boons um, they're not in the tree anymore Shannon uh, they're, they're trying to find their way home I guess I don't know. Shannon asks why Locke tied them up she's like your boyfriend tied me up tied you up What'd you do to piss him off? He's not my boyfriend. We're just hunting buddies. <laughs> we just stare at hatches together. Yeah, we just contemplate <laughs> just the hatch friends. together. It's all good. Two bros contemplating the hatch. It's just shit the boys do. You don't understand. He's all petulant. He's like, I know the way home. It's She's so like, annoying. I don't think you do. We've seen a lot of Boone, Shannon arguing, bickering, petulance throughout Lost on Lost history here. This is finally the episode that kind of explains all of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's coming yeah, up that's here in a little true. bit. But fuck, shut up, you two. Yep. Cut to a flashback. Boone comes to collect Shannon. Hey, I paid off your boyfriend. It's all good. Well, about that. <laughs> Uh, I know you have a penchant for uh, giving people, giving my boyfriend's money to uh, leave. So I told my current boyfriend to take some yeah. money from you. There's like a convoluted sort of like justification of it. Oh, like, and we saw this in the Shannon episode where she died. Right. She got cut off by her horrible stepmother and her horrible stepmother is horrible. Um, she's a, oh yes. She's a pretty massive bad word. Cunt. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, there's there's a point. There's like, like, yeah, you know, she got hosed. Like, and so we're just trying to get a little bit back. You know, we're using Boone, sort of you, like unwillingly. You're just a useful idiot. This isn't a, <laughs> anything against you, Boone. You're being, you're a useful idiot in extorting my stepmother. Honestly, my big problem with it is they made him fly to Sydney. This couldn't have been an email, <laughs> right? Like, just attach a picture of your head. Right. Have him wire the money. Yeah. Don't yeah. make yeah. him sit on a plane for. That long. 15 hours? Come on. 15 hours. Yeah. Yeah. It was a setup. <laughs> she was in on it the whole time. Was the bruise makeup? Maybe. Must have been. Probably. Yeah. Although probably not. I, I honestly think Brian probably does beat her up um, because Brian's kind of a, a piece yeah. of shit in this, even though sort like- a shit heel. Yeah. He seems like a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Maybe she's kind of justifying it to herself a little bit too. Like yeah. she could be in a bad relationship and it's kind of like, no, no, I'm totally, this is my idea. Yeah. I'm in on it too. Although he does kind of figure out that she's done this before. Too, yeah. so. It's weird. Nobody comes out looking very good here. Well, especially Boone because he gets punched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because him and Brian like get in each other's face. They tussle and uh, Brian sort of punches the shit out of Boone. <laughs> sort, and, of, uh, sort of punches Boone the leaves. shit out of him a bunch. <laughs> So then Boone leaves. Yeah. All punchified. Cut back to the beach. Jack and Locke. Locke is uh, contemplating the ocean. Uh, <laughs> Pondering <laughs> the waves. <laughs> Jack asks if he can join him. Seen any boats lady, but not lately. <laughs> and this is where Locke is like, we're probably not going to find any more boar. They're, I think they're moving out of our valley. You don't live on a valley, you live on a beach. And that's kind of it, right? He's like, oh, Boone's... I'll check my hip and see if he's attached. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joke. Yeah. oh but I do have your nose. Got it. <laughs> the only thing I thought was kind of interesting about this scene is just knowing what's going to happen is these two guys kind of sure. feeling each other out a little bit because these are going to be the two kind of, you know, main yeah. camps yeah, eventually. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's like, oh, so Boone's out there by himself hunting. <laughs> Is that a great idea? Is that? Mm, I love how everybody has no respect for him. So (laughs) Cut to Kate and Son talking about why Son speaks English. Yeah. Not important. Move it along. It's almost like they didn't have enough (laughs) shit and they had to put some other stuff in. Cut to the beach. Jin and Hurley are just hanging out. He gives them the sea urchin and he eats it. And Hurley throws up. Yeah. Uh, he, but he says that there's a rumor that people think that you speak English, and he goes, "Your wife is hot." Yeah, 
That's kind of funny. Yeah, actually. that was funny. And and you know, and Jin doesn't smile, so you know, obviously, doesn't speak English. Yeah, um, or he doesn't like dap him up or anything. Like so, <laughs> he's like, yeah, so boy, my wife yeah. is fucking hot, bro. <laughs> Cut to the caves slash or the camp slash the caves. Uh, first the camp yeah. and then the caves. Uh, Jack uh, is checking on Charlie. Charlie still has suffering from some withdrawal symptoms. Gives him an aspirin. Yeah, still suffering from some asphyxiation <laughs> symptoms because he got yeah. shocked recently. Holy shit. He's got that huge bruise <laughs> on his neck. Holy shit. Charlie says, the, the man I trust most to get us off this island or save us is that man yeah. right over there, Johnny Locke. John Locke, yep. <laughs> he saved my life. Which uh, is so funny because as soon as Boone dies, Charlie becomes the new Boone for Locke. Yeah, um, that's true. And he yeah. learns to hate him very yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Locke's always trying to get people to like pull themselves up by their bootstraps and shit, and it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. And then from there into the caves, Michael is contemplating the box. Yeah. More. Uh, <laughs> his son and the dog are there at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we hear because the they're dog running bark. plane. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, is he imagining that? Is he like hallucinating? Because it was kind of a weird <laughs> shot or something. Yeah. It struck me yeah. weird. I'm like, wait, are they gone? And he's just like, uh, yeah. I wish they. Were. And then I'm. Oh. Like, no, they're there. Whoa. What is happening? Why is this in this show right yeah. now? I don't uh, know. Again, hey, the audience, don't forget, Michael's got a box full of letters from yeah. his wife. Uh, he's got a kid and his dog. <laughs> don't forget yeah. about that. Jin comes in and gives Hurley a fish. Yeah. Uh, Jin and son talk probably about what their day was going on. Uh, Kate watches son talk to Jin. <laughs> Kate's uh, staring. Everybody's staring. Bunch of weirdos. Jack gives Kate some seeds, and uh, that's about that. Yep. Why are they seed experts? Like, oh just, fucking no, man. They know way too much shit. I yeah. swear to God. To be fair, they have been eating a lot of that fruit, so they probably are kind of familiar with what's inside of them. So that's okay. fair. It's been twenty fair some enough. odd days. I yeah. wish I wish they yeah. would have found one fruit that they had never identified, and they were just like, "We no, nobody on the island knows what kind of fruit this is. All we know is it's edible, it's sweet, and there's a shitload of them. We've been eating the shit out of them." <laughs> we fed it to Boone first to see if it was yeah. poisonous. <laughs> Speaking of Boone, we cut to Boone. Boone and Shannon are arguing about whatever, and so Boone tells Shannon about the hatch. We found a hatch. We're not hunting for boar anymore blah 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 the smoke monster returns this is this scared the shit out of me the smoke jumping up the cloud of dust behind them yeah. like i literally jumped i was like holy fuck that was very that was good. good yeah and it nabs her yeah no, yep. fucking no, just picks her ass up no banyan trees this time she got got that was kind of a cool thing where they're like she she's like running and then they're like she just like disappears yeah. up up yeah, out just, of frame yeah i thought it was good somebody yeah. with a jib that's yep. just like Picking her ass up. Yeah. Cut to a commercial. There's uh we're back into flashback. So Boone's in a hotel. I see okay, his face. Here we go. Yeah. Uh there's a yeah. knock at the door. Boone goes to answer it. It's Shannon. Yeah. She's drunk. She comes in. She's like, Brian took the money. I, I got got. We were gonna take it and play you and he took my money and I'm sad. It takes a couple of days for a check that large to clear. Like your bank is gonna be like, uh what? Yeah. Huh? No, thank you. Yeah. Where, you, no? She's like, I knew you would come and help because you're in love with me. Uh, You've been in love with yeah. me for quite, however long we've known each other. And she starts coming on to him. Yeah. And then we watch yep. it for a long time. Yeah. Way, <laughs> way too long, honestly. Well, I will say this. This scene feels very modern. <laughs> um, not to broadcast television <laughs> as much to just every video on Pornhub now. <laughs> For some reason, it, don't ask me how I know that it's in the it's in the zeitgeist. You just you just like you just see it on Twitter and shit like that. Like people making jokes about how prevalent the step sibling yep. pornography yep. genre has become. And I don't know if it's because yep. of Game of Thrones or what. So I was thinking about this last night because that's immediately what I thought of. <laughs> I'm stuck in the dryer, step brother. Go get help. Yeah, exactly. If I should be putting this out publicly, but okay, fine. That's it's in the zeitgeist. So yeah, I was like, is yeah. it is this is this a COVID thing? Like nobody could leave their house. Is that where it came from? Like, I don't know. It's but weird. It, but it but like I said, it is it is kind of in the zeitgeist. In in so yep. much I've seen articles asking this <laughs> yes, question. Exactly. Why is yeah, this articles fucking? <laughs> People are asking the question, why is this genre of pornography 
so prevalent yep. now. Because it's just so fucking hot. <laughs> and it seems to me that people are trying to justify it like it's yeah. taboo and taboos are hot. That's why. Right. That's yeah. why. It's the taboo. It's not because everybody's like attracted to their stepsister or their sister or whatever. But it's because, right. you know, when it comes to fucking people don't be don't like to be told what not to do or whatever. So Boone Boone and Shannon ahead of their time. Yeah. Years before Game of Thrones. Fucking going at it. <laughs> I did not remember this part of the dude, show at I re- all. I was dude, shocked. As soon as I first saw Boone and Shannon on the screen, when we first started doing this, I was like, oh yeah, fuck. They <laughs> fucked. God damn it. And I was sitting here, this, this, this is the question. I was like, JP. Did you know that this was going to happen, JP? These were the two, the, the two questions I had. Was JP going to have Locke being paralyzed, spoiled for him? And was JP going to find out about <laughs> Shannon and Boone fucking before? we got to this episode <laughs> so we have to take a small sojourn to a <laughs> story okay okay it was spoiled for me that shannon uh, and boone okay. hooked up at one point and i said oh they're step siblings that's gross mm. right around 2000 it was the winter between 2010 and 2011 we were all in uw oshkosh yeah and we were at mabel murphy's uh-huh. um oh, we had all been drinking heavily <laughs> if you can believe it or not uh <laughs> checks check, checks checks out yeah checks that, out. yeah yeah it tracks so far we must have been yes. drinking for a while too if we were at mabel murphy's because nobody goes there first <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Fucking place burned famously down. Famously carpeted. <laughs> yeah, famously carpeted <laughs> yeah. bar. Rest in peace, Mabel Murphy's. So the person I was dating at the time had a roommate who will go unnamed. <laughs> that roommate was dating and fucking her stepbrother. Now, they both oh, met no. <laughs> They both met as adults. Completely consensual. Everything yep. was fine. The person I was dating sort of let this out, explained the situation, was like, hey, but don't bring it up because... <laughs> She's very sensitive about it. Great. She walks in, gets to the table. No one has even said hello yet. And a wasted drunk, a wasted Jake Mandel goes, what's up, brother fucker? <laughs> and it's the funniest thing that I've ever seen in my life. And I said, oh, these step siblings are fucking. We should have Jake Mandel on that episode. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. We oh just God. got done saying, oh "Don't God. bring I it up." <laughs> Jake just yells, I, "What's up, brother? Fuck I do remember that. I remember that so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh fuck. Oh, shit. I do not remember that. Holy shit. It was so smooth though, because I think she heard you say what's up, motherfucker, and she goes, huh? And you went, What's up? Like, so. Just like you covered your own tracks perfectly. That is unreal. Oh, oh my, god. my god. I think about that three times a month. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Man. Anyways, I can't believe um, I would say that to somebody. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I can I can believe that 2010 Jake. Yeah, would 2010. Have said that to I buy that. That's right. Yeah. No, it, it like fades to black. Yeah. And then like it <laughs> is the next morning, and Shannon's like, they don't wake up entangled in their arms no. naked. They're like all shameful. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Bo- Boone's yeah. contemplating. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and like, Shannon what did I just do. She, she turns on the light, and she's like, um, when we get back to L.A. Yeah. We are ob- we are obviously pretending this didn't happen. <laughs> Don't tell yeah. mom. Cheapers. Yeah. Ugh. So so yeah. So as to why they constantly bicker and argue uh, and they have this sort of weird, intense, contentious relationship is because they are stepbrother and sister. And two days before they got stranded on an island, they had sex, and she yep. was drunk, and it was all really horrible. <laughs> yep. 
it's not great. Yeah, no, I mean, it actually makes a lot of sense for the way they behave. So, <laughs> Cut back to the island. Yep. Boone is looking for Shannon. He's trying to find her. Uh, he finds some bloody rocks near a stream. Uh, a lot of blood. It's a lot of blood. He follows the bloody whatever to a dead lady, and it's, oh, lo and behold, it's Shannon. <laughs> Another episode where Shannon dies. We dealt with her real death a bunch. Now we're going to deal with her fictional death. The writers love killing this blonde lady. And, the, and, and honestly, even though we find out in a couple of seconds that this isn't actually Shannon, it's just right. fr- this is just fridging. It's just fridging. A, ma- a right. man's emotional journey uh, spurred forward by the death of a, a of a female. In his yeah, life. it's really fucked up. I yeah, know. It's like, whatever. So he heads back to the beach. It's nighttime now. Boone jumps lock. He's like, you you did this to us. You got her killed. Son of a bitch. Yeah. And he's like, that's what the that's what it showed you. And he's like, what do you mean what it showed me? And he's like, Shannon's fine, right over there. She's right over there, man. Said's about to take her yeah. to Pound Village or whatever. Boone's <laughs> 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 like, wait, what? Oh, I hallucinated. Oh. The island pudding, you put it on my head. Yeah, ingesting that stuff via your skull can't be great for you. I'm sure it's fine. Um, <laughs> it was a hallucination. The whole thing from after Locke hit him with the knife uh, until him coming back, it was all a, a, a dream uh, or yeah. a hallucination. It was a manifestation of his inner consciousness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Psychedelics are, they are a doorway to a, a different plane. Um, you know, they open your third eye. They they strip you of yeah. your ego and all yeah. that stuff and all mm-hmm. that stuff. The thing about psychedelics is, turns out, I don't know what a microdose is. <laughs> Anybody, a, any religion that uses psychedelics as part of their a part of their medicine and part of their culture, you don't just be like, oh well, I'm gonna drink this big, I'm gonna drink this 24 ounce Yeti full of ayahuasca and I'm gonna be a better person. <laughs> no, you need to be you need to be mindful of unearned wisdom. Psychedelics, right. pre- pre- psychedelics present you with wisdom. Yes, this is true by opening up your third eye by by stripping you of your ego etc etc but if you're not ready for it or you're not done done the appropriate work in order oh, to right. have earned this wisdom you're just gonna have some totally. sort of weird drug trip oh hey weird boon you just banged your stepsister th- three weeks ago and then you had a drug trip about her that's tri- like of course that's what he's gonna fucking dream about right that's some like, weird if, shit that just yeah. happened to him he's not even consenting to do it he doesn't even exactly. know he's going yeah. into it yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah Fuck that bugged the shit out of me. Yeah, I mean, if you if you do it correctly, you can end up on the New York Jets, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's an Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, sports fans out there. Our, our that's a Nick well, Brand- That's for our, you, Nick. Yep, yeah, that's just for Coach. Uh, none of the rest of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for Nick Brandle. <laughs> Locks like, well, you got to let it go, and that was the first step. Congratulations, Boone. You're really lucky he didn't like hurt himself, like fall yeah. down a fucking cliff or some yeah. shit, or yeah. like. For- Remember when you gave him a big old pudding full of uh, psychedelics and a huge knife? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and tied him up in the woods. Cool. Cool stuff, dude. Lost. Yeah, it's a really slow fade out. Yeah. I, th- uh, I thought there well, was going to be another scene. <laughs> yeah, like, have they, are they supposed to have learned something about how they're going to get into the hatch through this whole fucking situation? Like, I don't understand what any of it amounts to. No. I I don't know. I don't know. We learned about Shannon and Boone's backstory. What did we learn about anything else? Nothing. It's a Nothing. very very interesting question. What does Locke think he accomplished? Because he obviously thinks he accomplished something. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Did we like it? Was it good? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're trying to figure out here on Lost on Lost. Jake, why don't you start us off? What did you think about Hearts and Minds? Well, about the episode, I, I don't know. I don't think it's very good. I have a hard time with Boone as, as a character and yeah. the way he's yeah. portrayed and everything. It's just kind of hard spending time with him and enjoying it. But, yeah. Um, yep. And then all the interstitial stuff, while I do like seeing people actually like working and how the camp works and stuff like that. All the conversations were kind of nothings. So sure. I don't know. Not so much. Not so much. Sure. That's yeah. fair. JP? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't really care for it. I mean, the, the thing I was, again, the most invested in was Sun's storyline, and it really was very lackluster. We already have another idiot on this island. His name is Charlie. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, he's a more interesting character. So yeah, all this boon shit's pretty insufferable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam? Nope. No. There's stuff in here that could have been interesting, but they didn't make it interesting. And yeah, Boone is insufferable and Locke does a lot of shit that I dislike and 
Yeah, and on top of it, I, I was just bored for most of it. So yeah, Car- yeah. Car- that's a cardinal sin for me for watching TV or movies. It's like, just, if nothing else, don't be boring. And it was sure. boring. So no, I'm out. Yeah. So uh, it's easy to say that Carlton Cuse and Javier Aguirre Marxwatch did not win our hearts and minds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> boo this man. <laughs> uh, but someone does have to win our hearts and minds. Someone still has to be the MVP of this episode. Jake, start us off. Who is your lost MVP? I do appreciate getting to go first because I can steal the easiest and the best. <laughs> And that's obviously Sun. She's out here gardening. She's helping out. Yep. Yeah, yep, I mean, yep, yep. you could go Sun and Jin together, but yeah, she's yep. she's bringing some good plants to the group. She's being the best self always. Yeah. Yep. JP? Uh, I'll take the next lowest hanging fruit. Uh, I'm going to give it to Jin. Jin's out there. He's working. Hurley's being a complete bozo, but he's keeping his patience with him, even with the language divide. He's still trying to give him that olive branch or fish, you know, whatever. And yep. uh, he's just a good, good dude. Mm-hmm. Adam, MVP? Uh, yeah, this tree really only has three pieces of fruit on it. So I'm going to take the last one and give it to Hurley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, the only comic relief in the episode. I, you know, I, I'm a sucker for a, a good pee on my jellyfish sting joke. Um, yeah. Yeah, Hurley, keeping it light, trying to trying to inject a little bit of humor and uh, and excitement into an otherwise very fairly dull episode. Yeah. Uh. Well, flip side of this, who's that real high hanging fruit that <laughs> people tend to not like? That's the analogy, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. Lost forever. Who is your least favorite person from Hearts and Minds? Jake, start us off. I wanted to do a bit and pick Jack, but actually he was just kind of there he didn't do anything terrible so forgettable yeah Yeah. like i think i picked him last time and he was more annoying that time so you know obviously you could go with the the man himself of the hour but i'm gonna i'm gonna pick uh i'm gonna pick Locke because just shit he does just doesn't make any fucking sense like yeah i know he is kind of acting more on like religion or like yeah he did start walking like i understand he's not thinking in probably the way I would think or whatever. Sure. But like, I don't know what he's trying to accomplish. Why is he hanging out with this guy? Like, why is he picking? I just, I don't know what's happening and I don't know what he accomplishes and he's smug the entire time. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Not, 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 not only does he not get anything done, he's smug the entire time. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh JP. Yeah, I'm I also have to give it to my sweet baby boy John Locke. Ooh. Wow. And Charlie's line about there's no one else I trust on this island. You know, if there or if there's one person I trust on this island to get us off, it's it's John Locke. Locke's harebrained scheme does work out in the end by no doing of his own. He almost killed Boone multiple times. Sure. Hit him over the head with a knife, threw a knife at him, uh, just gave him a dosage of some drugs, left him tied up in the jungle. Like, it's an insane plan that should not work and it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. He's not telling people about the hatch. He's being fucking weird. And it's just yeah. insane for, I'm not even going to say the wrong reasons, for no reasons. Sure. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Uh, Adam, uh, I'm giving it to a, a pair. I'm Ooh. giving I'm giving it to both Locke and Boone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm glad somebody's throwing him under the bus. Because I mean, yeah, they they both just they're both doing uh, severely uncool shit in this episode. Locke, don't dose people with psychedelics against their will. Yeah, don't do that. Big no no. I don't uh, I don't care what your motivations are. And on top of that, his self centeredness is increasing, which is actively mm-hmm. putting these survivors in more danger. Uh, Absolutely, he he's becoming tunnel visioned into his sort of mysticism and uh, and his religious spiritual journey, whatever, and that's actively yeah. creating problems for other people. Uh, so yeah. you know, that's bad. Uh, and then Boone, when she comes to your hotel room drunk, don't fuck her. Yeah, yes, just it's another consent thing. When when she, yeah, okay, a she drunk, a you you don't agree with what she's saying and her motivations like as to why she came there to, to fuck you but then like you yourself are like we shouldn't do this I don't I'm not in love with you whatever don't fuck her yeah yeah use your fucking head money causes brain damage boo yeah. is 
Rich and so is Shannon, and they do a good job in this episode of painting these people with all of these weird sort. They have all these reasons as to why all they they do all this shit. Shannon yeah. and Boone's reasons to ever do anything is because they're entitled and just used to getting anything they want. That's the reason they do everything. Yeah, I get that he's like in a very emotional place after what just happened <laughs> yes. to him earlier that day or whatever. But like at the same time, it's fucking fucked up like cool. yeah it's it's just it's just fucked up not fucking somebody is so much easier than fucking somebody <laughs> like yeah well money gives people brain damage that's why we're so fucking smart uh, Absolutely. <laughs> jake thanks for joining us oh my god thank you so much for th- think for just reminding me of that story that i don't know <laughs> i kind of had a hard time even continuing after that that was just that's wild well we're we're gonna have to have you back at some point for like an actual good episode like a good uh, yeah an actual good no episode. no no i i like this bit this is fun <laughs> um, do you have anything you want to you want to plug you want to shout out you want the people to be aware of uh nah i'm good this time that's fine <laughs> all right um the, the stuff from the previous episode still stands everybody go back and listen yes. to outlaws because it was a fucking awesome episode yeah uh, we talked yeah, about guns fun. a bunch it was hilarious <laughs> um, yeah i was glad there was no guns in this episode because i think yeah. i tapped out on that shit so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that's what we listened to in the past jp what are we going to listen to next time Oh, man. Next time, if you're looking to be lost with us, we're going to be watching Season 2, Episode 2, Adrift, starring Michael Dawson. Getting another Michael episode. Um, Michael's Michael's another one of those hit or miss characters. Sometimes good, sometimes bad, sometimes Oh, we never addressed the fact that this this episode was too short. It was literally too short. If you go into the Lostpedia trivia, this this episode was too short, and they had to add shit to it to like even make the (laughs) even make the time that it hit. So that makes so much sense. (laughs) (laughs) They should have made the sex scene longer. It's like in uh, uh, Joe Dirt. Uh, I'm your sister. I'm your sister. I'm your sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Now I have to go find that clip. (laughs) Perfect. Holy hell. All right. Uh, Well, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lost on Lost. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Adam. I'm JP. You have any idea what's going on on the show? Nope. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yet.